Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 373. This is Russ, and it's a full house once again with Aaron, Rich, and Daryl. Good mass. <laughs> yes, indeed. Guys, how do, how do, live, <laughs> how, uh, D... How do you how do you say that in German? D is live, right? So uh, d- uh, I took German more. I don't know. It's like uh, a simple uh, phrase. Like um. <laughs> but before we get started talking about it, I just want to say how much I was laughing through the beginning of this episode because after after six weeks of hearing Daryl complain about having to read the subtitles from the French stuff and was excited to come back to this. <laughs> I, they baited me. They baited me. <laughs> Which I kind of found the German stuff a little annoying, but I not I didn't mind it. <laughs> I said, Anton, do you think it's funny? Huh? Anton? Huh? Leben mehr. By the way, I inadvertently, because I didn't plan this, but I, I watched the episode today during my lunch hour, and um, I got Taco Bell beforehand while I was watching the episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Keeping it on brand. That's that's why you're the best, Aaron. <laughs> Committing to the bit. You bet it is. I just like I sat down with my lunch and I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing here? <laughs> what are you doing? Marketing works. <laughs> you hear that people? Sure it does. Um we don't have anything really newsworthy because we we're spoiler, we're recording this on a Monday after recording the previous episode on a Friday. So this is this is gonna be pretty close to to back to back so there's not much in the way in news but one of the things i wanted to to mention was uh it's the 20th anniversary of the original walking dead uh comic coming out and um so image is planning to do a bunch of i guess you'd call them like crossover covers so they're going to bring in like different artists to do alternate covers on the image books so um aaron and i are or ba- are you guys read Firepower too? Yeah, Rich yeah, I stopped yeah. it. At the first I, I, need, I need to catch up, uh, like the last trade or so. But uh, yeah, I I was reading it. It's good. Yeah. Um. So the next issue, the October issue, which will be the second to the last issue, um, is gonna is gonna feature. Uh, I forget who the artist is. That's gonna is it? Oh, I saw it too. Are they gonna have Charles Sharers? No, 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 no. no. It's no. um, it's someone specific too. Um, it, I forget who it, it is. It's not Adler, and it's not it's not Tony Moore. It starts it's with um, an A, I think. Um, but anyway, he's while 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 Aaron looks for that, I'll vamp a little bit. Um, but the, the cover for that issue is going to be, 
I, I my understanding is it's going to be Rick and um, Owen, the main character from Firepower, kind of like squaring off against a, against a bunch of zombies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that ought to be fun to to uh, to pick up. I don't know that I ordered. I don't know because I pre-order everything, so I'm not sure if that choice was available then. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, I'll, pro- I'll probably that's probably one. I don't I don't really double dip off of single issues, but that's one that Andre Bresson. There we go. Okay, yeah, yeah. You may want if, to go down to your local LCS and reserve one. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably hit the shop up that day and or call them ahead of time and have them set it aside for me. But that one I'll probably I'll probably get because that would be cool. I'm not really sure what the other ones are going to be, but I can imagine there are probably some crazy ones with spawn and stuff like that. Sure. That are, uh, that are going to pop up, but uh, but yeah, I can't believe it's been twenty years. I I remember when that comic. Oh, first... I just saw the cover. It's really cool. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. yeah, I haven't actually seen it yet. Um, I remember when the comic first started. And I was I had no interest in it. Um, not that you could find it back then, even if you wanted to, like for the first six months or so. But um, I kind of stayed away from it for a while. And then I think right leading up to like issue 48, like the big, you know, the big thing that happens is when I think I finally picked it up, um, and started reading it. So the first um, issue I picked up was the issue that debuted, uh, Michonne. Um, okay. and, and I had no idea the importance of it at the time. My friend Brandon, he'd been reading it since issue one, and he kept talking about it and stuff. And then we were at the comic shop together when that issue came out. I said, I'll give it a shot. And I got every issue since then. <laughs> I, I started picking picking up in trades first. I started whenever hardcover one came out. That's when I started. Gotcha. So... At least the first, so that's the first twelve issues, right? So yeah, but I think there was. I think they they didn't time. It wasn't timed back. Then. Like it wasn't like issue twelve come out, boom. There's a hardcover. I think it no, was yeah, like, it was all. It was always like a bit of a gap between the two. But yeah. it was still before like you know a significant number of issues came out in the you know the next set. So yeah, I, I remember getting those first two trades. I went to a very small con. I've told this story before, but the first time I'm. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, you'll appreciate this. Yeah. The first time I met uh, Brad Milo and Frank Rincon was at, <laughs> uh, was at this small outdoor. It was an outdoor Dallas con. The weather was perfect. Um, and Kirkman was there. Him and him and Val Staples had a, had a table together. Uh-huh. And uh, I went into the shop and bought the first couple trades because they had them like, I don't know, 20% off or something like that and had Kirkman uh, sign them. And nobody was at their table. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Like really? a few people would ra- randomly come up because this is early. This is probably 2006, seven, maybe. Yeah. Probably like 2007, I would say. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I sat and talked with him for him and Val Staples for like an hour, hour and a half. Like I just sat there jawing with him for, for a long time. Because um, there was nobody coming, it was towards the end of the day, but there was nobody at their table, which was hilarious in retrospect. But so uh, <clears throat> it was when you met Brad and Frank for the first time. It was so the same person. So it was both the best day of your life and the worst day of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I first met Brad and Frank and Bill at uh, Bill's wife was in a Greek play in Fort Worth, and I was yeah, at I, I was in that audience, and that's when I first met them. Oh yeah. 
I remember. <clears throat> I remember them talking about it on the, on the show. Yep. But yeah, so keep an eye out if you're if you're a comic fan or you know wa- or Walking Dead fan or if you care about comic covers. I know some people, um, you know, collect comic covers or, or get stuff. Uh, it sounds like there's going to be quite a few out there that are Walking Dead related for the anniversary. So, um, like I said, the Firepower one comes out this month. Um, so I'll be on the lookout and see if there's one that just really, really kind of grabs me. I might, I might pick it up, but, um, yeah, so that's all we had. That's all I have for news. Not really news, but just something to, to kind of mention. So, all right, we're ready to get into, uh, I want to say Anton, like it's French, but that, that doesn't really fit because <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a uh, German here. So do we have, um, do we have to what talk about it? Uh, I guess. I guess we, we don't have to do anything. But yeah. Um, so here we are: Fear the Walking Dead, uh, season eight, episode seven. So this is the home stretch of the final six episodes. And this one's called Anton. Um, I, I will say, like right up front, like I had already been hearing not just from our listeners, but like just seeing some reviews saying like another terrible episode of Fear the Walking Dead. So like, they, I feel like I was prepared for like the worst here. So. I'm kind of going with this being like, I mean, we'll talk about issues, but like, I don't think it was that bad. It was like, it was I just... will say this. It's the best episode of season eight so far. Okay. I I'll like, take, I'll take, I think I'll that take it was positive. definitely an improvement over that abomination. That was Padre. Um, yeah, I guess we'll get into it. My only um, problem is this feels like it was some directed by some former model turned actress now doing a director's chair thing. I mean, very, very, very uh, somebody cutting their teeth on their first directorial debut. Okay, Did I didn't. Luciana, I didn't. Luciana. Or the actress that plays Luciana. Yeah, Mike Garcia directed the, uh, yeah. the first. Oh, episode. okay. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to look to see who directed. I did. I just wanted to withhold the misogyny and saying something like that. So <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with her her gender. It has to do with this is not a very well put together episode of television. You could have said that without yeah. saying model turned actress turned director. Like, I mean, it's an easy way to just say you didn't like the direction. Listen, Aaron, you wait for my Reddit. About it. Um, the, I will say the one thing this this episode did a pretty good job of was uh, kind of putting you on. Like I didn't know what was going on at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> like it did a pretty good job of kind of pulling you in and and doing the okay. Is this a flashback? Is this it a felt flash like a forward? before times thing at first until it you did. see the That's solar by design. Totally yeah, yeah, once yeah. you see the solar panels and it's like, oh, maybe this you, is now. You, you know why that worked? Good direction. <laughs> Just <saying. laughs> wow. Um, you know, my man yeah, so Ray didn't pick all that up. Aaron. It was one of the few things that worked in this episode. I don't, I don't disagree. Like, I, I, I think that stuff worked. I feel like there's a specific point where I was like, okay, so now we're back in like Fear Town, where things are like occasionally not very good <laughs> as far as the episode goes. But uh, we'll get there. What, what yeah. really worked in this episode was taking B-roll from previous episodes and using it in there. That was no, really good. No, no, no. No, what really worked was Strand's haircut. That's what was working throughout this episode. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Actually yeah. I kind of liked it, I thought. I'm not I'm saying I'm, no, not I'm saying serious. I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, like that. Yeah. 
you know, for a minute I thought, is he back on good terms with Daniel? He wanted to be. <laughs> yeah. yes. My friend, real fast, right? My yeah. Friend. yeah. Like, nope. If I'm remembering, wasn't Daniel a barber in the beginning of this whole thing? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. a barber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A quote unquote barber. I, I don't think he's you know, um, doing black hair like this, but yeah, he was a barber. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was near LA, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people in LA. It's <laughs> a very diverse culture of people in that area. Um, Let's talk about this. Right, so Let's get into this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was say, you kill me at so, black hair? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's got that good hair. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we start out with a bunch of people playing soccer. They're all speaking German. So again, I think having just come off of Daryl Dixon with this yeah. being in France, and then you start off with all these people and speaking. He paddled to Germany. <laughs> yeah, it's like wait a minute. He what? paddled to like one of the um, Caribbean islands that's like, only German for some reason. Yes, the entire yes. story of those people then they're surviving could have been those the people. No, I'm what just, do you mean those people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But the story would have worked just fine if they were from, like, Detroit or somewhere. Why do they have to be there from Germany? No, 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 no. It's necessary because of Daniel's, um, Strand's relationship to the, to his, his family. I think by having that separation, that makes it, that makes it all the more complicated because he has to, like, portray a certain personality. And I let, there's a really good line later on when, like, Frank is, like, you know, to speak in English so I could at least hear how you're thinking instead of him, like, you know, kind of bullshitting his way and using another language to kind of mask uh, it. I think, I think yeah. that's a, is a good separation there. And it's unique. I mean, that's, I hear you. Like, is it necessary entirely? Eh, whatever. But it also just makes it more interesting but by default. I totally forgive it for the, the behind the brain laughter I had going on thinking about Daryl having to read the TV again. <laughs> <laughs> He'd kick it over. You know he was. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking about um, our Daryl. The Daryl that is on this show. He did kick it over. Yeah, he would kick <laughs> it over. Yes. Um, so we we find pretty quickly that uh the Anton in the title of Anton is actually Strand. I didn't uh didn't see that coming. I did. And of course you did. You lied. In the shine. Um but uh, he's he's got a little family going. He's got like a husband. He's got a son. Frank and, um, Frank and Klaus. Yeah. Frank and <laughs> Very Klaus. Very German names. You know. Yes. And one of the reasons why I got, like it hit me right before when they kept calling his name, and then just before he answered, I was like, it has to be Shran because he is had he's had different identities before. Oh, he does. He changes all the time. And he's last great time at it. I oh, saw yeah. him. Wasn't he saying he was Morgan? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, he never keeps the same identity. I mean, that's part of his thing. I mean, he's a, yeah, he's a comment and a grifter. It's, a it's, not yeah. like Russ, it's not like Russ is acting like he found out who shot Jr. because of this reveal. He's just like, oh, that was me. <laughs> yes. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and it was kind of like this, you know, grand entrance of Strand, right? It's like they, you know, they they like, oh, come in, Anton, come in, and, and he comes in with this pigeon. He's literally and, holding a bird in his head. It's it's such yes. such serenity happening right now. <laughs> Yes. Um, 
And uh, but yeah, he's got like I said, he's got this little family going. He's got things going on, you know, going on. Um, and they we cut to outside. There's an older man that comes up and he has a wound and he thinks it might be infected. But it it appears he wasn't bitten because we'll find out in a little bit. Like he actually Strand actually sees him later and he's like, oh, it's starting to you know heal and the wound is is cleaning up. So it's like, okay, clearly this guy wasn't yeah, bit. That was right uh, after um, the reused footage of them making the frit- egg frittatas and all of that stuff, and then seeing it served off, and then he brings the guy fish sticks. Uh, no, he said, uh, what did he, no, it's, uh, or whatever it was, but it's like, yeah, it's like, that's not what they were preparing. And I don't know. They it can was, show you a, well, I took it, I, well, you a kitchen some time has passed too. prepared meal. I mean, <laughs> that was, well, and, and some, that was reused time footage from season six. It's lazy. Okay. Um, sure. That, that seems so specific. How do you I know this? I'm saying. You don't know because I it's 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 from like I don't know mid season or so. The whole kitchen scene when uh, what are their names? Anyway, it's reused. They reuse other stuff later out in the woods too. But I think I'm not sure about that. But this I went back and looked because I was like that is very familiar and specific. I didn't notice right. it at all. Yeah, me either. Um, didn't. So we, what we find is they're set up in this hotel, um, which from the outside looks a little worse for the wear, but it looks like on the interior um, and behind whatever barricade they set up, like things are things are going pretty well. It's pretty it's pretty well put together, and well set up. Um, and we find that it was a bunch of German tourists that were basically in the hotel when the outbreak happened, and they just decided to set a community up here, and so they all speak German and. You know, they play soccer and, um, you know, that, that's kind of what they got. Um, at this point, Klaus comes in, uh, with, uh, with strand there and says that there's a guest who's arrived, who's out of breath. And it's like, okay, (laughs) three guesses who this is. Um, and of course it's, it's Madison. Uh, and so everybody's confused at this point because, um, Madison, I put in my note that Madison drops the dime on on Strand real quick. And he's too. like this very yeah. He's like you're very Victor forced. Strand, and this is who he is, and he's lying. To, and, and Strand is like, I don't know what you're. What's interesting of this is before anybody else gets there, he hugs um, Madison and has a tear in his eye yeah. because he, he's not expecting to see her. And then when everybody else comes in and she drops the dime on him, he's like, I don't know who this woman is. I've never seen it before in my life. I would argue you that. You can kind of tell, he's... though, in his face that he was about to, but he caught himself. He was about to switch it up. I, I'd argue yeah. that tear in his eye is that whatever is going on that she's here right now, it's all about to crumble around me. <laughs> I feel like that's, yeah. I think like it's, it's less about the relief of seeing his friend and more like the life I got away from is about to come crawling back to me now. This is what I don't understand. The jig is up. What I don't understand though, is why did she have to do it right then? I mean, to me with Madison's character, I would have expected her to wait at least a few minutes to talk to strand alone to get, why are you not going by your name? What's going on? You know, I don't know. It just, I felt that it was very forced and quick. Rich, this what? is 
this is something I uh, I don't get to say very often. I 100% agree with you. This is um, I feel like everything Madison does in this episode is infuriating to me. I am, I am so annoyed by every action she takes throughout this entire episode of television, and that is and my it, problem with this show. Right now. And it kills this character. This character that all the listeners begged to have back, and now she's the worst part of it. So there, and it yeah. kills me because both. I agree with you. Most of what she does in this infuriates me. Most of what Strand does in this infuriates me. But yet, the, the scenes of them together outside of this one, um, they have really good chemistry, yes, those two they, actors. They all, yeah, yeah, they do. That, yeah. That, that, so that even, even all the bad writing and bad choices and bad dialogue in this episode, I still thought the scenes of them together outside of this one was fantastic. I, I can agree. I would say Strand, I think, it, at least he feels like he's scrambling constantly so I can justify yeah. his behavior. Madison, it's like, yeah. you're choosing to do all these things, and this is ridiculous. I mean, I well, could the, see her gaining the motivation to do that, but not right off the bat. Like, she would want to assess the situation first and find out what's going on. And then, if she felt he was up to no good, drop the dime on him. Yeah, mm. yeah, but she, so she gets worked up, passes out. So the the one thing that irritates me the most about the Madison thing, and and this is this is a hundred percent on the right, O2. is O two. Yeah, they, they play fast and loose with this whole exactly. oxygen situation. Yes, it's the world's worst asthma patient. Yeah, it's a messy <laughs> thing. What, what was that? Aaron? She's the world's worst asthma patient. <laughs> yes. It, it to me again it. It's really serving no purpose from a, from a, like a dialogue or a story no. perspective. It's not like they're making a point of of this to where there's an end goal, right? Like, oh, they have to get a, a, a – I mean there was that little bit in there where they had to find an oxygen tank, but they found it in three minutes. Like there, there's no like overarching goal of trying to get her either some medicine or <laughs> treatment or anything like that. They totally use this – that the, the, the her, her you know, lung damage – and just play fast and loose where sometimes she can, you know, kick ass and knock people out and then gets a little winded. And other times she uh, has an excited conversation and she passes out. Like, I, well, I, I don't, it's I'm, a shitty, it's like a shitty crutch that they wrote in when they brought her back. And then they're like, mm-hmm. I guess we have to keep using this now. And it's I like, think, that was a, that was a I stupid think thing. I think it must have been one writer that wanted to put that in there and had plans for it. That writer probably never came back or they poo pooed the idea. And then they've just kept it in because of continuity. I don't know. Well, I, it's just crazy. And it's, it, it's even more infuriating how, there is just conveniently placed oxygen tanks all around like it's a video game. But then I thought, and I have a theory, much like Nathaniel Richards in the 31st century went back through the, the main timeline and planted little clones of himself all through there for backup plans. Madison of the 31st century went back with the same technology and planted oxygen tanks all throughout. So that's my guess. I like that Rich has tried to brand himself as like this historian slash fact finder. So every so every week, I see. <laughs> like I every see. now and then, he has some context to bring into this stuff. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, to me, when they did, when they did the time jump in 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 Fear last season, they could have totally uh-huh. gotten themselves out of that 
out of that. Yeah, situation. really, honestly. Like, what what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, they act like Madison is like a Daryl Dixon level. Like, she needs to be debuffed. She's too powerful. It's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> just yeah. just get rid of this. <laughs> yeah, it, like I said, they had their they had their out and they didn't take it. And it just mm-hmm. again, it just it just it's the biggest writing. It issue is I annoying. Have yeah, um, it is annoying. All right. <clears throat> so uh, it looks like this this settlement. I'll call it. Uh, at the hotel, they have like their own little council, you know, that's set up like a like yeah, a city a, government a kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they see, oh, she had a radio on her, and they turn it on, and it's Daniel on the other end trying to get a hold of of Madison. And Strand is like, no, 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 turn it off. Like he's like, no, 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 we don't, we don't want to make contact with them. You know, we 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 can't trust them. We need to stay on our own. Like, you know, again, you know, Strand not wanting to to have to to deal with what's going on uh, with that. Um, mm-hmm. and for some reason, even though Strand is worried that Madison is, you know, is going to tell the truth about him, uh, Klaus is over there watching over Madison <laughs> and, uh, she wakes up and stupid choices. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's leave, leave the kid there. Yeah. By yeah. the way, she, yeah. if, she, if she wakes up, she'll probably just say everything that she knows, but who cares? Right. Just yeah. leave her there. By the way, take a drink every time somebody utters the line. Everybody deserves a second chance. In a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's the town. It's the it's the building motto. It's the motto. Yeah. It's the, it's, it's their there. screed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Madison says no. He's lying. You know, he, he's, that's not who he is. You know, all that all that business. Um, we see that Madison has her tattoos of Nick and Alicia on her wrists. Um, we saw that the first half. We've of the seen season. that before. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, the group shows up looking for Madison. Um, and we find out. So <laughs> I messaged you guys as I was watching it. Um, and funny enough, the guy's name is Russell. <laughs> <laughs> that leads this group of mercenary. Uh, who we find out will be Troy's people. But I was like, "Is that? That's not Troy, is it?" And and, and Aaron's and, like, and "If no you don't know, you? then you're you, he hasn't shown up yet." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no offense to you, Russell, but uh, that that was a very God, generic. Like they phoned Central Casting and said, "Send us up some goons, not unlike Batman '66 villains goons." I mean, the guy was so generic and two dimensional, and it was bad. And I just I don't understand. Uh, we'll get into it more later, but I don't understand why these people are following Troy doesn't make a lot of sense well uh, to, we'll get to this later but i don't uh, there's not enough of this episode to justify either way i don't, I don't think it's necessarily fair yeah. to say why is this happening we, yeah, don't, we barely, don't have much yeah, going yeah, on here. well we'll get into it later but yeah um yeah so he shows up with with this group of mercenary types looking for madison um he tells them he was one of you know padre's top gatherers that that found people um and he also has has a radio. So when he hears Daniel on the radio um, trying to yell at them, he turns he turns it off. Because at this point, I imagine the people in the settlement are assuming that he – this guy is probably with the people on the – like they don't know what's going on, right? Like yeah. these people show up and they assume that maybe he's part of the people that are on the radio. So Daniel turns we, that off. We and, barely know what's going on. It's like Madison's out. There's yeah. some people looking for – Where's her group? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. So he tells him that the the guy on the radio is going to come for her, and and basically he's he's going to be bad news, and you don't want that. Um, and Strand, um, like the rest of them, seem to be keen on protecting her, 
or at least not not giving it up. And Strand's like, uh, yeah, she's here. We've got we've got her in the back. Which uh, honestly, that's the right move. I mean, yes. <laughs> the, I, I get like having sympathy and trying to hold up a certain kind of morality, but it's also like you have a perfect society here that is peaceful, and there's dudes with guns in a society where dudes with guns win. Yeah, get rid of the rando that just chummed in and started accusing their leader of being some other person. Like, and no, it, no, and it makes you. sense for Strand because he. Yeah, say it's he's a of course it makes sense for Strand. anything that yeah. Strand doesn't get killed in. It makes sense for Strand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but but Russ Strand is dead. This is Anton. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, even I, I'm not nearly as morally compromised as Strand. Maybe Daryl is. We don't know. But I, I, <laughs> I kid because I love. Let but, her die. But, but like, even if I was in that situation, especially in a post-apocalyptic zombie world where everybody's trying to shoot you, I am immediately giving up this person. Like, no question. Not, yeah. a, not, a, not a hesitation in my mind. Like, yes, we don't want you coming in and shooting at us. Here, take her. Take her away. This was our Sunday. We had a game of cornhole going. And then we were like, <laughs> no, thank you. Get out of here. Um, so they, they go to good uh, Madison. And, of course... Uh, She's already gone. Klaus and her are, <laughs> are right. gone. They're, yeah, they're they're gone. So they form up a party to go after her. Um, and it, I, I love that Daniel is on the radio, and he basically is like, "Yeah, it's it's too it's too late for you guys." Like, um, and and Troy turns around, and here comes Daniel and the crew on the boat, like vastly approaching, and Strand's just like. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, th- I think when he shook up, he left a cloud-shaped version of himself behind. Yes. Also. <laughs> yes. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Because, again, Strand at his core is is kind of a coward, but a coward in a sense of self-preservation above all. So, um, so yeah, he's just like, yeah, uh, you guys think you know where she's at and you can go find her? Like, uh, Godspeed, I'm, I'm out of here because I do not want to face off against Daniel. <laughs> And and I dislike that choice, but it made perfect sense. So, <laughs> yeah. So the crew takes off. Uh, the Russell and his crew take off. Um, and Strand talks to Frank because Frank is like, "What is like? Why are you?" He doesn't understand what, why Strand is 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 doing this. And Strand is like, "Look, it's it's not our fight. Uh, it's it's not it's not about." us like let them it's their fight let them deal with it is this the point where frank says to him about i know what it's like living in the lie oh uh, almost yeah i mean they, they yeah. end up finding a strand's old boat that he washed up in when he first came to whatever settlement this is uh and he's looking for something through you know because this boat obviously it's been there for quite some time at this point and it's kind of worse for the wear and he's looking for something um and this is where Frank questions Strand about the truth. Um, and they kind of have this conversation. And at this point, a walker comes up. There's a bit of a struggle. And Strand's able to kill the walker that gets on Frank and almost bites him. Um, he finds his old sword from uh, from yeah. uh, from the from the tower. The tower days. Yeah. I, I will I, say, I'll say this about this Frank character, Isha Blacker, the actor. I like the character. I like him quite a bit. And the fact that I was so wrapped up in, don't let this man get bit in the woods right now. Like, that kept going <laughs> through my mind. It's like, I do not want this man to die because Strand lied to him. And, like, we have, it's going to be some, like, Strand Klaus story. It's like, let this man live at least one episode, please. 
Well, and the evolution of the walkers has been very interesting. I mean, in France, we had the acid walkers. Here, we have ones that have taken classes in being a ninja because, like, they're just suddenly right there in the middle of the open area in the woods. Uh, even more so later when Strand and, and and Madison are running. But I just like it's just right there all of a sudden. Like, did they not see that? Yeah, I mean that's. That's just one of those tropes of of these shows that they yeah, they I, play I fast guess. and loose with. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it's like sharks. It. If it's sharks or alligators or whatever, I mean, yeah. the, I mean, there'd be a lot. Le- there'd be a lot less dead cast members if they always heard the zombies. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, some of these things that they just do so often, it I can't mm. even ding them for it anymore because no. it's just it's just the way that they it's just the way it is. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I, I I wasn't even sure that Frank was going to make it out of it. I I thought, oh man, like you know they that that might be it for him. But like yeah. you, like you, Aaron, I, I I really appreciated what they were doing with his character yeah. and his interaction, especially with his son and and Strand. I was like you, I was like, man, I don't don't kill this guy off. Yeah, like, like, oh, yeah. some more. I was like, oh god, Walking Dead is introducing another interesting character to just kill off right away. <laughs> but yeah. luckily, no. Um, so they have this moment after that and strand asks Frank, um, which is odd that they haven't had this conversation prior, but, but whatever, I mean, not, not important. Um, but he, he said, what did your wife say after you told her your truth, uh, you know, about who, about who you were? And she said, she forgave me, um, just as I would forgive you because again, he, he knows that strand is full of shit. Like he knows he's lying. And he knew that um, before someone even called him out on it. He knew that yes. there was a past that he's not referring to like, yeah. very specifically. Yeah, he, exactly. Um, and he still, even after that. So it, number one, I thought that was a, was a really good moment between two characters. Like Agreed. I thought, yeah. I thought it was really, really well done. This is um, one of the on, few scenes that really worked. Um, so I, 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 again, it made me even more appreciative that they didn't kill this guy, um, afterwards because, it, you know, I, I just, I think the, the, the way that him and Strand, um, are working with each other, uh, uh as, as actors is, is really well done. Um, but he still, even after that, he still denies it to Frank. He's like, I'm not that man. And yeah. in that moment, you actually kind of, you believe, like, that's the whole point with Strand, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not that man. Like, he didn't say that's all that stuff is not true. No. He just says, I'm not that man. Right. Um, Which he's you know. deluded himself before with that. Like, y- yes. I'm not yes. that guy. I'm not that guy. And he falls right back in. Yeah. Um, so at this point, Frank and Strand find Klaus and Madison because I think they they knew where she they found her map or whatever it was or something. They knew or they, they knew where she was. I forget going. how. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they knew where 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 they were going. Um, so so they hid there. Um, and then they they don't see them. Um, and of course Madison is or they find them. Madison's out of oxygen now. I took it at this point when they found the tank was because. Strand knew where she had her boat because that's that that's Madison's tank of oxygen, right? Like this isn't. I I don't know. I'm, there's no explanation for that. Like the sword was explained, that was his raft, but uh, 
how he, I, I don't know. That made no sense to me either. I, Again, what? I think it's 31st century Madison. Sure. I, I, I think because he knew, I, I, Strand alludes to the fact that he knew where they were going because of that map, that that's basically where Madison made landfall. And so my understanding, the way I took it is, Strand deduced where that building was versus where the shoreline was that there'd be an, that she must have come by boat. And so he went to the boat and found a, a spare tank there that again, I took it as that's like, again, it wasn't a random tank of oxygen. That was, that was Madison's from, from her boat where, that she rode up on. That's fair. It, it's not clear, but it's not clear. It's on, fair. Yeah. It's also like yeah. my my thoughts are so beyond. It's like I just don't care about this. But that <laughs> looked like a dis- that looked like an old destroyed raft, not the one she came up on. I uh, I don't I, I, I don't. I guess that, I didn't look at I, it. That I'm close, losing but, track of rafts at this point. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because yeah. because now that it that does make sense in a way. If it was because the they raft. knew where Madison was going. Yeah, and they knew. Okay, they had to take a boat to get there. Now right? I can so, give that a little bit because that makes more sense. I thought it was another raft that had been there for eight years or whatever. No, 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 no. They had to get there via boat. So yeah. Madison, well, they had, stole had, Russell's had... other boat. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so at this point, Strand tells him. Uh, he tells the, uh, Frank and um, and Klaus to leave. He's like, "Look, go." I'm going to help her out and we'll be right behind you. Um, and then strand goes in there and offers to help, um, get Madison get away. Um, at this point, the, the, um, the Padre team finds, um, Russell and his group. And because he wants the location of Padre, like that's the whole deal is he wants to know where, where, where Padre is. um, the walkers, um, uh, the, a bunch of walkers start, uh, th- they find, um, strand and Madison and they, I, I took it. They, they went inside a museum. It looked like a museum. They, they went into or, or library or whatever. It was, um, I thought it was a museum cause that's what that brochure was that yeah. she ripped the map off of, I think. And there was like that, yeah, t- table with a bunch of stuff. So they, and anyway, the, they can't, they didn't get inside there fast enough. So yeah, they 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 couldn't get inside the museum f- before the walkers kind of started to get in the inside the door. Um, Ridiculous. So they couldn't get the door. <laughs> yeah. they, had a, they, they had a good lead on them, and then suddenly, like, yeah. right there at the door, is like, okay, Aaron, um, don't so they start. Oh, don't underestimate the ninja walkers. <laughs> yeah. So they they start knocking over bookcases to kind of add some uh, some distance between them, and. Uh, Madison ends up pulling a gun, shooting a few of them out, and which is uh, dumb because hello, people who were chasing us, guess where we're at? Bang, bang, bang. Strand somehow somehow loses his sword. <laughs> like, okay, yes, it's stuck in them guts. Oh my god, which yeah. made no sense. Why would he have gone to to cut it in the gut, knowing? After yeah, all like, these years, why is that's he not, not going to do anything head. to the walker. Why did he not stab it in the head? <laughs> I don't know. It's so bad. I didn't ride it. 
Um, but you know what this set up perfectly was having them surrounded with furniture and all of these walkers, like at least 20, 30 of them trying to get at him. It was a perfect time to have a heart-to-heart conversation between the two characters. Uh, yeah, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> they needed a morning star. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Could have whacked all their heads off. Um, yeah, so Madison ends up shooting a few of them. Strand tries to get Frank on the radio to get some help. Um, and, and again, yeah, like we mentioned, this is where Strand and Madison kind of have this heart to heart and, and Strand basically kind of recaps where we're at. Like, you know, he, everything went to shit after the, after the tower, you know, he had a, he had a place, he, he was not a good person. He did some bad things after the tower fell. He met it back up with, um, Alicia and, tried to be a better person, tried to get everybody help, tried to, to get where they, you know, to, to where they could all, you know, kind of go back together. And, um, you know, a bunch of people died. Strand ended up kind of being on his own. Which and, I'm assuming you know, is our explanation for what happened to Wendell and, uh, his sister and those characters. I'm assuming they were, yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming as much. Um, but uh, Strand says the the last thing Alicia said to him before you know she didn't see him anymore was that she loved him, um, and that in that moment Strand kind of had this clarity and like I uh, I need to be I, I wanted to be the person that she thought I could be again um, <laughs> again yeah yeah hey Daryl everybody yeah. deserves a second chance and a third chance again a fourth chance yes and again. a fifth chance again. And an 87th chance. Again. Yes. Um, And Madison kind of confesses her sins to Strand is basically like, hey, we're kind of the same because I came across this place, Padre. I thought I was doing better. I ended up just basically going and kidnapping children. Yeah, pretty much. uh, When I had this moment of clarity, I vowed that I would put these, reunite these people, these kids back with their their parents. Um. So at this point, um, uh, Klaus tells Strand that the soldiers are back um, and they're there for him. And gunfire starts erupting within this uh, this museum and takes all the walkers out. And uh, Russell ends up coming up on Strand and knocks him knocks him uh, on the head and knocks him completely out. Um. So at at this point, when Stram wakes up, they're kind of all together in a room, and this is where Troy kind of makes his grand entrance. And I know where I saw this dude before. Um, he played Lorenzo de Medici. Did you any of you guys watch that um, Medici uh, mini? Mm-hmm. It was like a mini series on. I think it was on Netflix. No, My dad did. Uh, My dad did for sure. It was, yeah. it was actually pretty good. The first season had. Um, had what's his name from game of Thrones that played the father. And then, um, it was, it was, it was actually pretty decent. Uh, it was a pretty decent show. Um, anyway, that's where I knew him from in the uh, realm of walking dead, despite the fact that, you know, as, as mentioned that, you know, rich already decided to spoil this world. So it wasn't really a surprise. I was also just like, what, what, what reaction did, did the show think we were going to get out of this? Like, were we all clamoring to be like, Oh yeah, that Troy was a real, a real melon farmer. Like we really need to. I didn't even remember him to tell I mean, the truth. <laughs> like it, it like to its credit, the show itself doesn't like put too much pomp and circumstance behind this guy. But it's also like 
this was like you know, the, we're at the final episode, and we're going to bring back the the big bad of the of the show. Apparently, Troy. It was he was so important that they literally had to tell you what happened to him and show you what happened to him <laughs> because they're, I'm sure they were like nobody's going to remember who the hell this no. guy is. Um. And again, so yeah, we hit the flashback of Madison hitting him with the right. hammer multiple times until he falls out by the by the dam. Um, Near the explosives. Yes. Um, but yeah, so he goes on this big speech about how he wants to take Padre from Madison and um, and he's going to get his revenge. So he takes out a hammer, the similar hammer to the one that Madison hit yes. him with. And grabs Strand and threatens to beat Strand with well, the hammer. Well, and he already, uh, whenever he was said something to Madison, he said, and you too, Strand. Like, Troy never interacted with Strand. They never knew each other. Strand was not on the ranch at all. And the only time that he, Troy might have seen him was from a distance at the dam. Other than that, those two never interacted. So why Troy suddenly had his vendetta with him as well made zero sense to me. Because how would he have really even known who he was? The the only thing I can think of is he knows that he's somebody important to Madison, and Madison is the key. And That's so the only assumption. if he threatens, yeah, but he yeah, calls he him out somebody at close the to beginning Madison. of this whole scene. He calls him out right after he calls out Madison. The way he calls out Strand, it's like. You know, I'm getting payback on you too, and I'm like, they don't know each other. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I hear you. It it's whatever to me. I I have one. I, <laughs> I'm I, just I, saying, I, there's a lot I hear, of no, continuity no, I, I, issues. No, there's a lot of arguments. It's not continuity. It's just more of the show putting something behind more more of an effort behind something than we right. feel is necessary. But we also, I don't know, maybe next episode or whatever will give us some, like, extra backstory on what Troy's been doing. And maybe he's been following along the whole time or maybe he lived on, you know, (laughs) the fourth floor of the tower and Strand never said hi. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the six episodes, we'll actually get, like, a full episode flashback to Troy. I mean, I I mean, the granted, it's it's only six episodes, so I hope that's not the case. But, I mean, we'll see. (laughs) Um. So yeah, th- at this point, Strand confesses in front of Klaus and Frank th- who he is, and y- you know, just just that he is Victor Strand. And you know, again, I don't think anybody was surprised, including Klaus and Frank. At this he's point, out of a boat. um, it wasn't my. But boat. as things get real it was tense, my boyfriend's boat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. As things get super tense, of course, in comes Daniel with June <laughs> and Sherry and the rest of the Padre crew. Holding um, a sign that said, old you're the Walking Dead cast. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Just like um, Sherry being there and saying nothing was very funny to me. It's like, yeah, I'm here too. <laughs> yes. So I guess it's true. So Dwight's gone. Like He's still just, in the cast. Like yeah. He's still in the credits. So, I mean. Oh, true. Well, true yeah. In the promo that plays on YouTube a lot before a video, you see Dwight at the very end of the promo for a split second. So I'm assuming he's going to be in this somewhere. Or, you know, it's reused episode footage from seasons four episodes of three. Uh, No, it's him coming at the screen and says it it can't end like this. 
That seems like a thing he'd say a lot, though. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I just assumed he was going to be in the, the back half at some point because of him being I'm sure. I'm Josh. You know. just, but he's in, like I said, he's in the cast, so I mean, he's going to show up at some yeah. point. Yeah. All right. So Madison offers to bring, at this point, the hotel crew along to the new Padre. Kind of it's just like, oh, okay, fine, Troy, you can have this place. We're going to bail on out of here and go back to Padre because she's so now Madison is in charge of rebuilding the new Padre and making it into something well, that was her thing. like this fantastic. Well, that's what she said she at the end of the last, the first half of the last season or the, yeah, but I mean, it just made it seem, I don't know. Oh, if it's you like, want to ask me, if you ask me the question, what is Padre? I would look at you blankly and say, I don't give a damn yeah, clue what the Padre is supposed yeah. to be, but, yeah. but like it's, but I'm True, not, yes. it, it was, it blindsided me that that's what she's doing. Like that's what she established. She was going to do. She was going to sit sail on the open seas and I guess find children and random adults and bring them back to yes. somewhere where they're doing something. Also take a drink every time Troy says, you took everything from me. Yeah. <clears throat> so Troy mentions that he killed Alicia and he has this bag and slides the bag over to Madison and she picks up the... A skeletal arm of Alicia in the and she, brace. And rightfully, and, she says, what the hell is this? Because I haven't seen my yeah, daughter in years. <laughs> like, so. Yeah, I figure. I was like, yeah. why would she be a... Why would she even recognize that? Yeah, so fortunately, she asked a question instead of just went along with it. <laughs> said, why'd you yeah. say that? Why'd you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> why'd you give me that arm? <laughs> my mother had an arm, um, too. But he's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he's also playing a lot of stuff up because he also says to Daniel that he killed Ophelia and he didn't kill Ophelia. She was bit by a walker. Now, yes, he did steer the herd into the ranch that killed, that bit her. No, but... that I still give. I, I, if you're a villain, that still counts. Yeah, I guess it's just the way he's delivered that line made it sound like nah, he, I, well, he wants to I mean but, but he uh, wants to stab him right he wants to mentally and emotionally yeah, stab he's, him yeah he's going after him and he's going after that, him yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure like let's let's take let's take a turn from the book of Carl for a second go back to the book of Guinness <laughs> from a certain <laughs> point yeah. from a certain point of view he's correct right. exactly <laughs> yeah I, that was the honest problem uh, thing he did say that this Alicia thing is like, um, feels like a red card. That was a like, stretch. Yeah, because he said, "Oh, I took it from her after I killed her." And but he, he said he after he killed her, but then he said something about her being out there. So I'm guessing what he means She's out is there as a he left her to be. He left her to be a be a, a walk. It's, it's very so. it's very hazy to me. Although it, it does lend, cre- it does lend credence to my Troy was at the fourth floor of the tower all along theory. I'm saying, I'm saying. <laughs> what doesn't make sense to me is I thought we saw like when she walked away as they were floating off in their rafts and stuff. I thought she died. We no, the, no. Well, the, the, was the, dying. Uh, yeah. She's dying, and my and right. I certainly I certainly held to the fact that she's de- she's not on this show anymore. She's right. done because like she's, she's taking other a, roles. Yeah, <laughs> I recently did a rewatch of the entire series, um, prepping for this. Why? Even what? the backup. Well, even, because even since, the... they were, since they were going back to stuff from season two and three, I thought eh, it might not be hurt to. And even I in the swear, after show, even on the rewatch. Not, no. 
No, even in the after show, they even said it. She, they didn't want to show her dying. Dead. They didn't want to show her dead. That was that was the thing with that. I still don't believe he killed her. So <laughs> I think he found her as a walker and took the arm off her, and that's it. Well, that I think the same thing. I, I mean, this could go here, near, neither here nor there. The, like yeah. he's gone at this voyage. He's yeah. on the show, so it's yeah. like he was. Six- Six one after. The I mean, the, the basic yeah. is he desecrated her body. Like that's what he. That's what we're yes. trying to get. Like that's, that's basically yeah. the thing. So Strand holds her back from going after Troy, and that's this is more stupid Madison things. stuff, by the way. The fact that she's yes. like they they give her yes. so much like monologuing to be talk about how Padre's the best, and oh my god, I I'm not I've made bad choices too, <laughs> but like no, you can't stop me now. Now with all the good in my heart, and then he's like a rabid dog all of a sudden, like bah, 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 you took my Alicia who already died. So uh, basically, you failed your children. Like, yeah. That's her. That's her. And she didn't just yeah. take. She didn't just take that arm and just. Reach up and stab That's him. That's what I Don't get me started on the either. Daniel's yeah. entire army, including like, exactly. three different casts from different Walking Dead shows, <laughs> yes. who could have yeah. easily just like flanked them and shot them all with the exactly. even saying we're here. Exactly. That like, was my walk, biggest problem. Let's walk yeah. in, got, guys. I got a plan. Let's walk in. We'll announce ourselves <laughs> because why not? We have yes. the complete drop on them. There's only like we had four, a bigger there's crew. Only four yeah. of them in the building. Exactly. We can easily surround this. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. What a a, a former. Mexican spy, like I could do any of this that I need to, but yeah. nope. Let's just walk in and like go along with it. <laughs> yeah, that was the part I did with Daniel when he did say I killed Ophelia or whatever it was he said to him. I, the the Daniel again, just more of them wasting what could be such great stuff from a character that's so awesome. And I, I just could see him. I don't care if they're in a standoff or not. I could see him just putting one right between Troy's eyes. Well, Daniel's the I one. Get, Daniel's I, the one I, we can believe could, could like feasibly take down like seven guys by himself, exactly. himself like a, like a pencil in his hand. And I like, think it would have been better. I mean, I get that he's supposed to be the bad guy for the rest of the show or something, but I, like they could have did it better. As if I think it would have been a, a better thing that it, as they killed his guys and was shooting at him, he ran off and jumped out. You know, like, you could have gave him, like, an uh, action kind of, like, getting away, bad guy like, getting away or something. And then the threat that. makes sense. Yeah, instead they're yeah. just like, I guess we're just standing around talking. It was no reason to not kill him. Like, there <laughs> yeah. was, you had more guys. You had more guns. Mm-hmm. You, he was surrounded. Why, I was like, Strand, why didn't you stop her? Why did you stop her from killing this guy? But by the way, Madison, we've talked about, has the air problem that the script can't get rid of. Daniel yeah. was literally suffering dementia, and they're like, yeah, ah, he takes a drug now. He's right. Like, what yeah, the hell, right. guys? What are you doing here? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Daniel's such a badass, I can believe it. But <laughs> like, but that's the one you like. You debuff. That's the one you lower right. in, in strength to make it believable that why why he wouldn't kill any enemy that gets in his path because he easily mm-hmm. could. Not Madison. Like, what is, what, what yeah, posing? Yeah. That's like, oh, we need to lower her strength. <laughs> we need to throw her in a, in a force field for now. She's too powerful. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Yeah. But that's it where we stops. end this <laughs> week. Yeah. It just stops. stops. Yeah. Five five stop. more to go. All right. So I, I got to make sure I use my terminology because right. we're switching Toby's. shows yet again. How many arms? 
Um, How many Tobies do we get? So, Aaron, I'll let you go first. How many Tobies (laughs) do you get this episode? I mean... I didn't hate this. Like I was trying to say, despite all the myriad of complaints I had, yeah. but I don't like. I wouldn't say it was yeah. necessarily good. It's just more like we pointed out the scenes that really work. Like I really like this. Honestly, I really like the Strand stuff in yeah. general. Like yeah, the the Strand stuff that's not like so devoted to the rest of the show. I think is really excellent. And like you mentioned, Rich, like him and Mattis, him and um, Kim Dickens, like they have good chemistry. That's been clear from the beginning always. of this series. We've always known yeah. that. They, they're clearly friends yes. in real life. So, like, yeah. the fact that the show found a way to put them back together again, I'm all about that. That's fine as well. And, like, just, like, there's stuff here that, like, works. But, yeah, it's just when it gets bogged down in different factions, have petty bullshit reasons, they need to go after each other. And we're once again dealing with Padre, something that I've, we were so tired of last the last chunk of episodes. And now we're like, let's reboot it. And, like, reboot what? What is this? <laughs> it's just, uh, this is so frustrating. So, like, I guess two and a half Tobies is where I'm at with this episode. Yeah. Um, and I agree with Aaron. I mean, there's just a lot that's annoying in this episode, poorly done. But um, I still overall did like it. I thought, like I said at the beginning, um, it's the best that episode or season eight has yet to offer because I just did not like season eight a. It was bad, um, but there was just a lot of ridiculous stuff in here. Some shots that were weird, um, and then just some unbelievable cartoonish stuff like. Uh, you know, Strand and uh, um, Madison hiding behind a tree like bugs hiding from um, Elmer Fudd. You know, it's like there's the tree is like a stick and <laughs> they're just standing still right there. I don't know. Just a lot of ridiculousness throughout this. Um, but with all that said and and putting it in the context of this show. Um, I'm gonna be generous and give it a three, three Tobies. This show is just so Girl. frustrating. <laughs> like they they could do something really bad, and they then they change the show up again, and then it, like it starts to get really good, and then like they it all of a sudden they take a break and then come back, and then it's not that like it's it's this is really so this show is just so up and down because they do take chances with stuff and it works sometimes and it uh-huh. and it's just so it's just so frustrating that they go back to the same things that was the problem and why they had to change the show up anyway because they lost so many viewers that got, you know, that just left the show. It just totally left the show. So I, it just, it's just so weird because there are moments that I really do enjoy that, you know, the strand Madison stuff is always good. They're both good. I, they messed up Madison though. Like we talked about it already with the giving her the air thing, like the lung problem. It's like, why would you give her something that it limits her like that? Like you could have gave her anything else. That could have been something to debilitate her a little bit. But if you know you're not going to stick with it with scenes, then you could just, you know, give her something like, you know, and so many other injuries that she could have had that would have wouldn't have been so much or if nothing at all. She really didn't need an injury at all. Like, I don't know why they felt the need to limit. It's like Aaron said, they had to power her down. (laughs) 
survive. Well, I think I mean I, exactly, she survived yeah. that big fire, right? So I think the 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 the, the thing is like, well, give she didn't burns. come unscathed. Yeah, give her like, a fucking face. Like, like what? Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> That's all they had to do. Except she she didn't come unscathed unless the plot <laughs> de- decides that she doesn't need to be uh, impaired, and then she's not yeah, impaired until it's the like, plot and then, she does. Then you have to stop a There's story no just to find an air tank. Like it's so annoying. And it, like, it's just something that you, it's just something that you think you, they would have thought about ahead of time. Like, but what does this make us have to, you know, we, we will have to worry about doing this throughout the rest of the seasons and she's on. So it's just, I don't know. Um, it, a frustrating, like two and a half Toby's for me. I, it's just I, reasons that make no sense to me with this show sometimes. All right, I'm going to give it two and a half as well. I, yeah, I, it was just very uneven. I, the, again, the stuff that worked worked. The stuff that didn't just really didn't. It was just kind of a flat um, episode. And and again, Troy coming back. I'm I'm not really sure that that. Um, I I don't know that we really needed a big bat for this half of the season. Like I think they could have made, um, it told a compelling story with six episodes left to just kind of wrap things up, but. We are where we are. Um, so that's what we thought. What did the Facebook group have to say about this week's well, we episode? we do have the Facebook group, um, the uh, Facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast, where we ask the listeners uh, to uh, you know write in their thoughts on every episode. So feel free to participate in that. Um, you know, it will, we read them as they're written. And, you know, we, we have our thoughts on this. And, you know, clearly some of us are mixed and some of us are the show's number one fan like Rich right now. But, um, <laughs> but did I rate this the highest? Yes, I you did. did. Oh, because of wow. your, your, your everlasting love for the show. I get it. Uh, um, but we have one here from Kevin Barry. He writes 2.5 schnitzel will give you strength out of five. Everything <laughs> seemed kind of forced to reboot a series in the final six episodes. But I guess this is what fear has always done. I never wanted Madison to come back. Thank you. And I really don't remember the issue she had with Troy. But maybe this, well, he's a dick. That's the issue she had with yeah, Troy. Pretty much, but maybe the yeah. season will give some, some good action scenes. I hope we can get a few good strand monologues and Daniel doing cool Daniel things over the final five episodes. Yeah, right. That's accurate. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Uh, Kenneth Shorten writes, I give this episode one out of five Tobies. This was another awful episode of Fear of the Walking Dead. The writers of the show should be embarrassed. They wrote themselves into a pickle-making Madison dependent on oxygen. One minute she's on her deathbed, and the next she's swinging hammers like Thor. Then there's just random oxygen tanks everywhere. I guess Strand wants to be the new man, but he wouldn't build his this new utopia and not build any defenses or teach people how to defend themselves. It all seems so silly. I mean, they had walls. Like, they were stopping the walkers. But anyway. And lastly, this at this point, Daniel would have killed Strand on sight. He just cut him free like they're old friends. I hope the next five episodes are better, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Well, now, on that, though, I got the impression that this community was already there when Strand got met them. Not that he, I don't think he built this utopia. I think it was already there. I wouldn't be surprised if he certainly imposed what would make it better, because that's just what. Oh he does. yeah, well, but yes, yeah. yeah, we know there because yeah, he wasn't in a German tour guide group. Like yeah, he was. He was. He, he arrived there eventually. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, thanks everyone for writing in this week. Um, we will be back next week to talk about 
the next episode, episode eight of Fear of the Walking Dead, season eight. Um, so thanks everyone for listening. Um, Mr. Newworth, where can people find you I'm on the in internet? Various these days? places, but I write for Lee Live Entertainment, where you can find my movie reviews and my past Walking Dead reviews. Um, I host a podcast called Out Now There and A. My friend Abe and I discuss weekly movie releases, and we also do a lot of bonus episodes. This month, we've been doing horror themed episodes all month long. A lot of fun shows there, so feel free to find our show on Out There and Abe. And I am on Twitter, Aaron's PS4. Uh, you can catch me and Russ and uh, Hassan on uh, Gotham by Geeks, where we uh, cover the world, the, the Batchverse. Um, and we have a new episode coming up. We're doing the, the uh, looking back at a, the jokes and riddles uh, storyline where Joker and Riddler fight each other. So we're by Tom King and, and I think Clay Mann is doing that one. So we're going to be talking about that soon. Uh, we just did for DC All-Stars, which is a DC-oriented podcast. We just got finished doing a, a memorial kind of episode for uh, the great Keith Giffen, who recently uh, passed away, great creator. So we talked about him. And if you want to check out some hollow, some Halloween-themed um, goodness uh, for Retro Movie Geek, we're doing a spooky flux fest for this year, which is all about the ghosts and hauntings uh, of, of uh, different things like the others and um, stir of echoes and all that kind of stuff. So we'll, you can check all that there and at your various podcatchers and YouTube as well. Rich? I'm on the socials at Chubtoad01. And like always, you find me here, HHWLD, on this very podcast, as well as, like Daryl said, over at Gotham by Geeks. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll, like I said, we'll be back next week. So until there's no more room in hell in the dead walk the earth, off. Everybody deserves a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> off Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. All right.